Yes. Um, so we are trusting God to give us um, a word. But you know, the, the message actually works when the excitement is over, then you, you're picking it to learn. Hallelujah. Yeah, you sit down before the word and then you get yourself cooked with the word. Praise God. Luke chapter 22 verse 42. Saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. I'm talking about the audacity of faith. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 22 verse 42. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter number. 16 verse 21 from that time forth Jesus began to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, saying, Thou art an offense unto me, for thou severest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of man. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man come after me, blah, 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 blah. Hallelujah. I made a statement I want to clarify on Wednesday and then from there we push. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, I said that the death of Jesus was not the same as the death of Lazarus. Now, we all know that Jesus knew that he would die. In Matthew, when he asked the disciples, whom do men say I, the son of man, am? Some say you are Elijah, others say you are this, others say, so what do you say I am? Then Peter says, thou art the son of God. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus, Jesus says, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but by my father who is up there. Then the Bible says, when Peter gave that revelation, from that time onward, Jesus began explaining to them his death. So it should tell you that the death of Jesus was so serious that he needed explanation. Hallelujah. It was not just a normal death. It is a kind of death that before you die, you have to explain your death. You have to explain that kind of death. Who takes time to explain death? Come on. Who takes his time to explain death? Like, you know, I'm about to die. Then he takes his time, 
to explain his death, telling you that his death was not a normal kind of death. Say, I believe, I believe in, the in the sonship of Jesus. So, he explained it and kept on explaining. Now, it means that he knew the kind of death he's supposed to die. Because you couldn't explain something you don't know. Then we see this explainer in Gethsemane. Finally praying to God. That if it be thy will. Let this cup pass me by. Take this cup away from me. Give it to somebody else. Then the next verse says that. Let's continue. Let's, let's read the next verse quickly. We'll come to faith. Don't worry. We are still doing faith. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, hallelujah, and being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Now, you told us in Matthew 16 that you know what kind of death you are supposed to die. And you took time to explain yourself. Now, Jesus comes very close to the death. Then he begins to run away. You see, sometimes it looks like Jesus didn't have any troubles in life. Hey, do you know that Jesus came to a point of giving up? Come on, we just run. So what kind of death at all is this kind of death that can make Jesus want to pass the cup to somebody else? What death is the death of Jesus that could bring Jesus to a state or a near state of selfishness that for this, I think I am, I am not interested in dying. But then, anyway, he kept on praying. But listen, he said, then an angel came or appeared to strengthen him. The day the creator of the universe was strengthened by an angel. I, I'll, preach, I'll preach this scripture somewhere. It's not here. Hallelujah. Yeah. We're connected to a scripture in Joshua. <laughs> when the people of Israel told Joshua that only be strong and be courageous any man who does not hear your voice we will put him to death anyone who disobey you will put him to death that scripture is connected to this one hallelujah then Jesus needed strength from an angel. So, what was the kind of death that Jesus had to die that makes him or that made him want to run away from that death? You see, listen, the death of Jesus is not a joke. If 
it is, if it is the death, Kasabai, that is supposed to affect every man that is born into the world. And men that were born before Jesus, right unto Adam, to the last human being that will be born before he comes, then it cannot be a small death. I'm explaining to you why that death needed such an amount of power. Hallelujah. It, you see, that death is, is the kind of death that made God want to run. That kind of death is that death that made God so weak to the point that he had to be strengthened by an angel. So he died for me. See, that is why the greatest sin is rejecting the sacrifice of Christ. You can't be forgiven. God cannot, it's not a God, God will not forgive you. One day a guy placed something on his status and he said that even God's love has a limit. So, so, something, something. But that's what I remember. And I texted him, I said, do you understand what you have put on your status? Say, God's love has a limit. And I said, what is the limit? How, how far is the love of God? Then he says, if, God, if God's love does not have a limit, why does God send people to hell? Then I said, you are accusing God. What you are doing, you are lying on God. And it's a sin. Did you ever see God taking anybody to hell? God doesn't take anybody to hell. Yeah. See, the Bible says in John 3, let's go. Put your hand in Hebrews 11. We'll go there right now. John chapter 3. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes not perish by having last life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. All right, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. And this is their condemnation that light came, light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Did you see that? So, people get condemned because they did not believe. God doesn't condemn them. You see, God does not take anybody to hell. God does not take anybody to heaven. You decide where you want to be. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So, the guy said, no, 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 no. God doesn't take anybody to hell. And hell is not a limitation to God's love. You know, like what the Jehovah's Witness will say. Why is it that a God of love will take people to hell? One time somebody came to ask me that. I said, do you kill your children? 
say, yes, I came. I said, don't you love them? He said, yeah, I love them. I said, why do you cane them? When your children cry, are you happy? They say, you are confusing me. I said, you are confused already. Hallelujah. So, hell is not a limitation. And in fact, you know, originally, hell was not made for men. Now, then he asked the question, so why did God made, why did God make hell? Then I said, show me one scripture in the Bible that says God is the one who made hell. Was hell made by God? Hell is made by God. Okay, defend your point. <laughs> Read it. You are very busy. You are, it's like you are looking at something. You are the one I'm waiting for. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Did God make Satan? <laughs> no, I'm asking a question. Did God make Satan? I am a personality, whoever. Did God make Satan? You see, you have to be silent where the Bible is silent. The Bible never said God made hell. The Bible says that hell is prepared. By who? He never told us. You read Jude, he says, it was prepared for the devil and his cohorts. But who prepared it? We don't know. Now, now you, you see, what the company says is obvious. It's God. We all knew that it was God from the Old Testament who gave the law to Moses. It was later in the New Testament we were told that the law came by the hands of angels. Besides, is hell a place? <laughs> I'm just trying to confuse you. Hallelujah. Hell is a place. Where is it? You see, these are things that, you know, these are some of the things that these guys who don't believe in God, they ask you and you get confused. You just go and say hell is a place. Is hell a place? Hell is a realm. <laughs> Glory to God. The Bible says hell is prepared. Something you don't know who made it. Don't put somebody's name there. Because when you go to heaven and it's not God who made it, you will be in trouble. 
And do you know it's a lie? For example, if you say, I made the pulpit, you've lied. We knew in the Old Testament that manna was bread from heaven. Manna is the bread from heaven. And Jesus told us in John 6 that manna is not bread from heaven. I can even dare you, manna was not rain from up. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Because Jesus says, Jesus says, he gave you not that bread from heaven. For this is the true bread from heaven. Come on. So, <laughs> where the Bible is silent, you do what? Be silent. Where the Bible is loud, be loud. when you do that, you never go wrong. Come on, hallelujah. Now someone say, ah, then the Bible is limited. I like to be in a limited knowledge before I go and say nonsense. Are you understanding that? So somebody asks you something, you cannot even explain it. You don't know the answer. Then you want to explain yourself. Just say, bros, I don't know. Are you understanding that? Yeah. If you know it's in the Bible, you tell the person, give me time, I'm going to study, I'll come back with you. I'll, I'll come back to you. How did we get here? So I was talking about who? <laughs> Hallelujah. So what kind of death was the death of Jesus that could make him feel like I don't want to die again? That needs to tell you that it's not a small death. Number one, see what makes the death of Jesus a very serious thing is that number one, Jesus had to explain his death. Number two, Jesus had to run away from his death. A particular, this is the guy who has said in John 3, Lord, sorry for calling you guy. You are not a guy, you are Lord. You know? In John 10, Jesus says, this is why the father loves me. That I'm able to put down my life and I pick it again. He kept on bluffing, bluffing until just one day. You know, like, so examination is coming. So, Charlie, we, we clear. Examination is coming. We clear. Until you hear, tomorrow is wasi. <laughs> then he started crying. The Bible says he was in agony. And he prayed the whole night. One prayer. He was not praying many prayers. He was not mm -mm, one prayer. Father, let this cup be taken away from me. Father, let this cup be taken away from me. Father, let this cup be taken away from me. Father, let it. You see, those of you have many prayer topics in one prayer. That prayer is not, is not serious. You are praying for one hour. And in one hour, you have about 17 topics. Oh no, the prayer will not go anywhere. Because it's not, the Bible says the endless Long stretch prayer, heartfelt, heartfelt, stretched. Hallelujah. Don't mind me. 
So he kept on praying this for one solid night. Then when he finishes, not my will, but your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. Throughout the whole night, to the point that an angel, listen, the Bible says, let all the angels of God worship him. The angel of God appeared to him to strengthen him. I'm just imagining what kind of angel was that. Then, he had to die. So what kind of death was that? You see, let me give you a bit of technicalities. Say, my faith works. Okay. So, a bit of technicalities. When Jesus died, he died as a man. And he had to rise as God. Let me just break your mind. He died as a man. Now this is what I'm telling you. I can use like six hours to explain that. He died as a man. And he had to rise up as God. Because as God he couldn't die. I've taught you this in several times. In Philippians chapter 2. He became a man. And he had to rise as God. Jesus did not become God when he went to heaven. He became God when he rose from the dead. So think about these technicalities. Die as a man, rise as God. How possible. So if this particular hard thing is made possible, then Jesus tells you that for with faith nothing shall be impossible. Are you understanding that? Oh my God. Can I teach a bit? We can teach a bit, right? Okay. Let's go to Galatians chapter 3. I said put your hand in um, Hebrews 1. Uh, Hebrews 11. Yeah. We will gather. Heaven knows how we will gather. As it were. Okay. Oh foolish Galatians. Oh by Say my faith is audacious. I'm still talking about the audacity of faith, right? Oh foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? Oh man, come here, baby. Who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? For whose eyes Jesus hath been evidently set forth. Crucified among you. <laughs> oh my God. I want to cry. This only will I learn of you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? No, listen. There is. 
disjointedness. He's talking about the death of Jesus or the crucifixion of Jesus right before you. Then he talks about the reception of the spirit. Come on, you hear with me? See, let me, let me break the news to you. This message on audacity of faith, it will be a very hard nut to crack. You have to listen to it again, again, again before you understand. Hallelujah. So it's intentional. Don't, like, don't say man of God is confusing you. Alright? Here he says that who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? More before your own eyes, Christ Jesus was crucified. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Ah, uh, okay, let's, let's continue. Then I'll, I'll do the exegesis. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, ye are now made perfect in the flesh. <laughs> Have you suffered so many things in vain if it yet be in vain? He therefore that ministers to you the spirit and work a miracle among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? What do you think he's talking about? Now, the whole thing is faith. The chapter 3 is talking about faith. But, listen. He is talking to these guys about walking in faith. Or walking by faith. Then he's telling them, in walking by faith, we have to talk about the Jesus that was crucified before your eyes. Are you understanding that? So, and the Jesus that, cruci that was crucified before your eyes, and then you heard the hearing of faith. So, when you heard that, you received the spirit. So, when you heard about the crucifixion, when you heard about his death, then you believed, so to speak. So, you had faith, and that faith brought you the spirit. Now, let's read that again. Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you? So, these guys knew about the crucifixion of Jesus. Okay. Now, this will I only learn of you. Did you receive the spirit? Oh, my God. I wish somebody can, can be here with me. So, he was set. He was crucified. Did you receive the spirit? Do you know what he's talking about? After Jesus was crucified, did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of his crucifixion? How many of you are confused? Truthfully, lift your hand. Yeah, the walking is coming. You are walking like a man of God now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, he was set forth. He was crucified. And his crucifixion, when you heard about it, you received the spirit. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Laugh, laugh at him small, laugh at him small. Then he said, Have, are you so foolish that 
Having begun in the spirit. What is beginning in the spirit? What is beginning in the spirit? Come on. What is beginning in the spirit? You told me you are not confused. What is beginning in the spirit? <laughs> Pardon? Okay, the reception was when I came by faith. Huh? What else? Somebody say, somebody is, I can feel in my heart, somebody is saying, man of God, please, we are still children. Just say something we all understand. Beginning in the spirit is the reception of the udiasi, the crucifixion of Jesus. So if you are able to believe the death of Christ, it is a journey in the spirit. It's a beginning in the spirit. If you don't understand this, what are you coming to do in Ministers World Conference? Please sit down. Just, just sit home. Ooh. Hmm. So these are guys who had heard, who had seen the crucifixion of Christ, right? And they had believed. And now they came to a point of feeling that it is not enough just to believe that Jesus died. Alright, so if you want to do great works, if you want to do mighty works, it is not enough hearing about the gospel. There are a lot of things to be done. Hey, say faith is enough. See, where I've started this message, can I close around nine? Nine will be fine. Or you didn't break your fast. Did you break your fast? So we should close at 8.30. Yami answer me, I know a shebe, yem pong 8.30. Matthew, for how could you be rewarded? Listen. There are people who make us feel that you need to do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. Before you can be able to walk in the spirit. Or before you can be able to do mighty things. But Paul is saying that. The death of Jesus. The crucifixion of Jesus. Cannot be trivialized. Because that death. Had the power to bring God to his knees. To pray and cry. That death brought Jesus, the one angels are to worship, to a point of being strengthened by an angel. What work again can you do that, that you'll be able to walk in the spirit or you'll be able to do mighty things that you're supposed to do? What work can you do that will exceed the one that was, was set forth on the cross? Look at someone say, it is done. So this guy is sick. His leg is broken. He cannot walk. When I come to stand before this guy, I should not think that I should have done extracurricular activities to get him to walk. 
I should look at the sick guy and look at Jesus who hanged on the cross and say that by the cross that he hung, I am in the spirit to command this thing to live for you to walk. Okay, so now I think the understanding is coming. Say my faith is audacious. So Paul is saying that, you know what? I think the understanding is coming now. I can see some of you have started smiling. We'll go into the deep right now. Paul is saying that, so when you stand before that guy who is sick, when you want to cast out that demon, look at, look, look, look at when the disciples wanted to cast out the demon. And they came to ask Jesus, why could the thing not work? Jesus said that because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief. The thing couldn't work because of your unbelief. And this particular unbelief, except by prayer and fasting. You know, you've got to do something about this thing. Paul says that when he hung on that cross, that was the most difficult situation that anybody could ever be inside. And even in that situation, he came back alive. By the exceeding greatness of God's power. So when you go and you announce the one that was on the cross. The one who was set forth. You are not just talking about a man that is hung on a pole. You are talking about a man that died. And it took all the power of God to bring him back to life. Say I preach the gospel. If we have time, then we'll come to the gospel is the power of God on the salvation. I believe God, then we'll finish with Hebrews 11 like we did on Wednesday. Hallelujah. So listen. This only will I learn of you. Did you receive the spirit? You know what it means. What I mean by the spirit. You should know by Wednesday. What is the spirit? Oh, I don't have church people here. Did you receive the Spirit by doing things? Now, the Spirit here, don't just quickly say the Holy Ghost. I told you. Did you receive the allness of the power? Even the greatest accumulation and accumulation of God's power came to you by hearing He was on the cross. You hear everybody? The coming together of all the power of God came to you only by hearing that he was on the cross. If the allness of the power of God walked into you by a mere simple act of hearing that a man was on the cross. How then? How then? Having begun in the spirit. Oh man, say oh man. How then? Having begun in the exceeding greatness of God's power. You want to be made perfect by the flesh.
Say my audacity. No, oh, you didn't get it. Say my boldness. Don't oh, like you mean. Say my boldness. My boldness comes from the reason that Jesus died. See, when the guy is saying, it is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. I need no other envy. I need no other. I don't need any other thing. It is enough that Jesus died. Now, let's read it again. Now, I think the understanding is coming. Zobi, Zobi, Zaga, Zobi. Oh, man, 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 man. Woo, glory to God. This is sweet. We've got sweet stuff in the word of God. Oh, foolish Galatians. Who has bewitched you? See, that's what the Spirit of God is telling a lot of people today. When you begin to think that if you have, we are in a fast too, but if you have not fasted, you cannot pray for someone who is sick. You have been bewitched by whoever bewitched you. Hallelujah. For example, when you begin to think that, oh, okay, praying for the sick, when, like when we go for the crusade, as the ministers come around, you will not move an inch because you know you are, you, we are looking at, okay, Pastor Wise's Dems and, you know, Pastor Kelvin, Rabbi Dems and, oh, Mr. Dazzy's Dems and stuff like that. They should go. And then you are standing there. Why? Oh, the ministers of God are here. You are canal. You are canal. Come on. Hmm. See, you are children, so I'll not say something. I will not say it. I won't say it. I won't say it. Father, thank you. I will not say it. But listen, you are carnal. You are carnal. Philippians, let's go to Philippians. We'll come back here right now. Why did you guys even get me a puppet? Look at my life right here. Okay. I say where? Ooh. <laughs> Philippians chapter 3 verse 3. <laughs> so don't mind me. When I preach the word, I'm enjoying it. I make sarcastic sounds. For we are the circumcision, as I, which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. We are, oh my. <laughs> oh, shaligos. Tell someone we don't have time. This scripture is very powerful. Ooh. We don't have time. But let me tell you something. In Genesis, 
Everybody pay attention. In Genesis, when God met with Abraham and gave his covenant to Abraham, then he told Abraham, this shall be the seal of my covenant with you. You are going to circumcise everybody, yourself and everybody in your family. Your slaves, your whoever, you will circumcise them. And the circumcision will be a seal of the covenant that I have with you. Anybody that is not circumcised will not be in the covenant. Shout grace. Anybody that is not circumcised, he may be the most intelligent, the most rich, the most holiest, the most righteousest. As long as he does not have circumcision, he is not part of the covenant. He may be the most prayerful. If he doesn't have the circumcision, he is not part of the covenant. He may be the most fasting. We say we are fasting. He may be the most fasting person on earth. If he does not have that seed of carrying your something to be circumcised, he's not part of the covenant. Say we are the circumcision. This is the brother who is here. He does not pray. He does not do anything. Think about him as somebody who is an outcast. If this person, say grace. If this person goes to be circumcised, God will not say, do you pray? Uh Uh-uh. Are you circumcised? Yes. Come, your part. Every benefit of the covenant is apportioned to the person. This is another brother who fasts, who prays, who this, who that, who that, who this, who that, who that, who this, who that. And God can say, are you circumcised? They say, oh no, I'm righteous. I'm this. God says, are you circumcised? This brother will have nothing from the covenant. Are you understanding that? Glory to God. He will have nothing from the covenant. Shout it, I am bold in my faith. God is under obligation by the circumcision of this guy to cause this guy to be a beneficiary of everything the covenant holds. When we have time one day, I will tell you why believing the gospel is called obedience and not sacrifice. So, This one is well to do and all of that. Not part of it. Then here, you know that, see the Bible says Romans 4, Fonsasha Hall. We'll come back to Philippians. 
Am I confusing somebody? Somebody is not enjoying church. Are you enjoying church? Okay. Hey. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckon of grace but of debt. But to him that works not but just believe on him that is able to justify the ungodly. His 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 faith maybe I should write a book on the audacity of faith. His faith is accounted to him for righteousness. To him that tries to please God. To him that is doing this, is doing that, is doing this, is doing that. That person doesn't get justified. But to him that believes, listen, to him that works not. It means to him that doesn't do any right thing. But sit down and believe that God is able to declare the ungodly. God is able to declare ungodly. God is able to declare ungodly righteous. His faith makes him righteous. For we are the circumcision. Let's go back. Philippians 3.3. Quickly. See, I love the word. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit. And rejoice in Christ Jesus. And have no boldness. Listen. Read it again. One, two, go. Uh Uh-huh. 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 We have no confidence in the flesh. Our confidence is in Christ Jesus. So that's why Paul tells the Galatians, now let's go back to Galatians. We are traveling back. All foolish Galatians who have bewitched you, that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Christ Jesus has has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. This will I only learn from you. Did you receive the allness of the power of God by the works of the law? Did you receive that by doing A, B, or C or by circumcision? What is circumcision? By the hearing of faith. What is the hearing of faith? Hearing that he was set forth. So when you hear the gospel, when you hear about the death of Jesus, you hear the gospel, what happens? You receive the allness of God. You receive the spirit of God. It means that the spirit of God comes by hearing. Go to Hebrews 11. You don't, you don't. Oh, I should continue a bit. Okay. Are ye so foolish, having begun in the spirit? 
How did they begin? How did they begin in the spirit? By hearing. Oh my God. So what is he trying to tell you? You are most powerful when your mind is on the man who, who hangs on the cross. You are most powerful when you understand that his death was not one lengelenge man hanging on a tree. But you understand that it took God everything to bring that guy who died back to life. Now when that becomes your understanding, it is a walk in the spirit. It is, now the walk in the spirit, don't think about uh, beginning in the spirit is like beginning in you know, like those people who, when they're about to prophesy, they'll, they'll be doing like this. No. Beginning in the spirit is beginning in the allness of God. Beginning in the coming together of the power of God. So when you hear the gospel, when a man hears the gospel and the person believes, the person begins to take a walk in the culmination of all the power of God. The believer, the Christian, is not short of any power in God. Mama, mama, mama. If you are not able to understand this, how will you be able to understand what I will teach you in the faith seminar on the 18th? I'm sorry for you. Listen. Semabeji Yesu edia. Onyamitumi biye niwa eshremi. Because it is not by what I do, like Paul is saying here. It is by my circumcision. By my circumcision, I have become part of the covenant. I have become a beneficiary of the covenant. And what is the circumcision? It's not when bringing your penny somewhere. The circumcision is simply being born again. So the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. If any man be in Christ, he is spiritually circumcised. Hallelujah. And what does it mean to be spiritually circumcised? To be spiritually circumcised means to be a beneficiary of all the covenant, of all the covenant between God and Christ holds. Can I say that again? To be circumcised in the spirit means to be a beneficiary of all, let me put it away, of all the advantages the covenant between God and Jesus has. To become circumcised, to be born again means that, you know the Bible says that for all have sinned and fall short of the, fall short of the, Fall short of the Romans chapter 3. Quickly. Somebody read it. Open and read it. I'm still laying the blocks for this message. Read it. Hey, Sunday school children. 
For all have seen and come short. Come on, of the glory of God. Everybody is a sinner, and who is a sinner? One who has come short of the glory of God. Let me just make let me let you understand in literal terms. All right. Um, so <laughs> this is put here. All right. There's something put here. There's a gold put here. Does it anybody who can stretch to pick it? Is yours. Then the Bible says, everybody have come short of the gold. It means that the tallest person amongst humanity is not able to reach here. Somebody will say, I'm taller than a drainer. <laughs> Another person will say, if you are taller than a drainer, me too, I'm taller than you. Then it comes up, up, up to the most tallest person. Yet then we tell the tallest person, all right, go and pick it. Then he goes here and it's like this. And God doesn't lower the standard. And the gold here is called the glory of God. It is called the weight of God. It is called the totality of God. It's called everything of God. So all have sinned and come short of it. So nobody has the quality to receive the glory of God. That is what it means to be a sinner. Are you understanding that? Then, being born again. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10, quickly. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 12. After you have undergone um, this BBE, by the God of all grace who has called us into his eternal glory. But the God of all grace who has called us. First Peter 5.10. But the God of all grace who has called us. Come on. To his for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Read what you have in First Peter. But the God of all. Uh-huh. So all have come short of the glory of God. But the God of all grace has called us unto his eternal glory. my God. That one is something to be talked about later. By Christ Jesus there does not mean that it is Jesus who brought the glory. No. By Christ Jesus means by what Christ Jesus has done. So by what Christ Jesus has done we have been called. We have been invited. We have been brought in onto the eternal glory of God. Woo! Hallelujah. Man, oh my. I feel this thing. So by what he did, we have been called into the eternal glory. Now what I mean is this. The allness of God. Glory simply is allness. The totality of the weight of God. (laughs) 
So when you believed in Jesus, you were caught into the allness of God, the weight of God. Remember in Isaiah, he says he doesn't share his glory with anyone. He was talking about idols and men and stuff like that. But the God of all grace, 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 but the God of all, but the God of, but the God, but the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory. By Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 12. Quickly. Let's do this thing. And then I'll start preaching to you. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Okay. Where unto verse 14. He called you by separate faith from the gospel. Come on. Read that. Uh-huh. Where unto he called you by our gospel. Now, what is the gospel of Paul? Come on. What is the gospel? Romans chapter 1 verse 1. We will come back. Quickly. Let's get in there. Man, man, man. Say man, 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 man. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophet and holy scriptures, concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of, of God with power. Declared to be the son of God with power. Declared to be the son of God with power. Declared to be the son of God with power. According to the spirit of holiness. It actually means according to the Holy Spirit. By the resurrection from the dead. So Paul says, wherefore he called you by our gospel. So wherefore he called you by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus to the obtaining of the glory. Oh my goodness, good. Read it, read it, read it, read it, read it, read it, 14, read it, read it, read it quickly. Uh Read it. Thessalonians, man. What are you doing at you are hot? (laughs) Whereunto he called you by what is our gospel? So wherefore he called you by the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus to the obtaining of the of the allness uh of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it is through the gospel. That's what Paul is saying in Galatians. It is through the gospel that I, it is through the gospel. What is the gospel in Galatians? Jesus was evidently set forth among you. 
And it is the Jesus being evidently set forth among you, being crucified. It is by that that you receive the... Let's go there quickly. 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 If you are confused, I'm very sorry. Very soon, if you come to, if you miss church, you don't understand anything. No more, mobile hair cry, that's saying. You know, sometimes people think that, people think that I cannot be complicated in my teaching. It's a decision I made that I will just always be understandable. So we all grow together. Come on, read verse 2. Uh-huh. Meo kabate soprakasti. Read it, read it. Come on, uh-huh. Verse 2. Galatians 3, 2. <laughs> Look at what I'm seeing. <laughs> Come on, let's go. All right, read it together. One, two, go. This only will I learn of you. Did you receive the spirit? Or by the hearing of faith? Now put, put, put your hand there. Did you receive the spirit? Now the Greek word is lambano. That's where I'm coming now. Lambano. Lambano is to participate. To seize. So that you can use it. Lambano does not just mean to take. Lambano means to carry for use. Oh, I'm feeling that brown in the house. My God. Listen. So he's asking, who has bewitched you? It means that the problem of the Galatian church was in the participation of the spirit. In the demonstrations of the spirit. In the supply of the spirit, as it's called in verse 5. We are going to look at it. So, they in turn trying to do the works of the spirit, the manifestation of the spirit, sought to do it by the works of the law. You shall be, you shall that, you shall this, you shall this, you shall this, you shall, you know, the works of the law. Evidently stated, Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 18. Verse 1, I like from the 18 downwards because that's where the blessings are. But from the top down and all of that, if you don't walk according to the law, then these curses shall overtake you, shall come upon you and overtake you. And he keeps on saying, keeps on saying, keeps on saying, keeps on saying, keeps on saying. Then say, if you obey conditional, then these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. So they were in this place seeking to do the things of the law to be able to have participations in the spirit. Then Paul says, this will I learn from you. When you heard about the Lord on the cross and you believed, did you take to use the allness of the power of God into bracket the Holy Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? So he's saying that, Woshegita, when you hear about the gospel, when you give your hearing to the gospel, to the word of Christ, 
something happens. It is called the reception of the spirit. In other words, it is the season to use of the allness of the power of God. So as you hear the gospel, Jesus died. You are the righteousness of God. The power of God is in you. What you are doing is that the spirit is coming to you and you seize the spirit and you practice the spirit. So, we have spirit craft and we have witchcraft. I don't know how witchcraft they practice the witch. But the spirit craft is the constant hearing of the spirit, of the, of the gospel. So when you constantly hear the gospel, you are practicing the spirit. Lagaste. You can never be hearing the gospel and be afraid to pray for someone who is sick. It's not possible. Are you here with me? You can never constantly hear the gospel from this church and not have a feeling to win a soul. You can never be constantly hearing the word of God here and you don't have any tingling to pray for someone who is in dire need. And it is these works that are called the practices of the spirit. So I must be able to get up, go and meet the guy who is sick. And all that is in my mind is that Jesus rose from the dead. So you are walking. Say it's not by mind. It's not by power. But by my spirit. Say the Lord. So God, what was God doing to Zerubbabel? What's God doing to Zerubbabel? Preaching the gospel. <laughs> when God was telling Zerubbabel, it's not by my Sunday, you don't understand anything I'll preach. <laughs> come, come very early. <laughs> when God was telling Zerubbabel, it's not by might, it's not by power. But by my spirit, Paul says that thing he said means the hearing of faith is the reception of the spirit. To bring every mountain down. And what is faith? You will tell this mountain, be thou removed. Oh, that passed over your heads, man. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah. Zechariah 4.6. Put your hands there. Put your Zechariah 4.6. Come on. Hey. We will come back to Galatians. Are you understanding that? We have 30 minutes more. Relax. Say faith is the substance. Woo! That's what I'm preaching about. Say faith is the substance. Hey. Alright. Galatians. Zechariah chapter 4, quickly. Those of you who don't like listening to messages, I will force you to listen. This one, over and over and over and over again. Don't mind me. I'm just a loving by God. See, if you, if you don't want any, I'm not even see, seeing the guy. What is Okay. If you don't want me to preach, 
like this. Don't come to preach when we are fasting. I want to begin from one. Obi was a fan here. Zechariah. And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me as a man that is waking out of sleep. And he said unto me, What seest thou? I said, I have looked and behold, a candlestick. Man. <laughs> Can I take time to talk about a candlestick? <laughs> a candlestick, all of gold. With a bowl upon the top of it. And his seven lambs thereon. And seven pipes to the seven lambs which are upon the top thereof. And two olive trees by it. Anointing. And upon the right side of the bowl and on the, upon the left side thereof. So I answered and spoke to the angel that talked with me. Said, what are these my Lord? Then the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, knowest thou not what these be? And I said, no my Lord, I don't know. Then he answered and spake unto me saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel. Jesus died. Jesus was buried. Jesus was raised from the dead. It's not by might. It's not by what, 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 what are you saying here is this? It's not by might. Means that it is not by mighty men. It is not by mightiness. It is not about you. How big you are. It is not by power. Means that it is not by any human power. But it is by my spirit. How is it by my spirit? The reason why it was by the spirit is because he saw a candlestick. He saw a candle. So the candlestick means it's not by might, it's not by power. Why? What is the candlestick? In Revelation, we don't have time. Jesus told, Jesus told well, in the, 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 the words to the churches, Jesus told them, he says that if they don't repent, I will come and remove the candle from its candlestick. And that was figurative speech. The candle from its candlestick, simply, it means that the candlestick is the church. The candlestick is the church. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, when, when the things in the tabernacle, the candlestick is the church. And you know the candlestick has three branches, three branches, and one in the middle. Three, three, six, number of humanity. Seven, the one making seven, number of perfection. It means perfection in humanity is by gold. Gold is symbolic of divinity. It means that men will become perfect in divinity. So, how, what is the perfection that comes into men? To what, what makes men perfect in divinity? It actually means men that operate in 
divinity. Men that can operate in divinity. The exceeding greatness of his power to us what who believe. We were men. We are weak. We are frail. We are weak. We are weak. But then when we believe that Jesus Christ died, was buried, was raised from the dead, we became a channel for the exceeding greatness of God's power. And what's the exceeding greatness of God's power? The spirit. I told you, but it's the spirit. Therefore, it's not by might. It's not by power. But by the exceeding greatness of God's power. By the exceeding greatness of God. And what's that? The spirit. It means when I heard about the resurrection, <laughs> all of you are quiet. Now you don't know where to shout from. It means by the reception of the one who died. This scripture becomes true. Listen, let's continue. God says, Who are thou? Oh, great mountain. Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain. Matthew 17, 20. For if you have faith as a grain of master seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hands to yonder place, and it shall remove nothing shall be impossible. What is nothing being impossible? The ability to remove long-standing mountains. The ability to bring down long-standing mountains. What is the ability to bring, long, uh, long, bring down long-standing mountains? It's not by power. It's not by might, but by my spirit, say the Lord. What is by, by my spirit, say the Lord? The hearing that Jesus Christ died. He was buried. He was raised from the dead. When you hear that what happens he said that you receive the spirit what does it mean you receive the spirit you begin to practice holy ghost what's the practice of the holy ghost to practice the awe or the exceeding greatness of god's power praise god so So, Paul, <laughs> speak in tongues. <laughs> Why? You guys have forgotten tongues. You forgot how to pray in tongues. I say pray in tongues. Hallelujah. Receive ye. Galatians chapter 3. Last year I told you this year I'll teach like a machine. Don't mind me. Did you 
receive the spirit by might, by power. It's not by might. It's not by power. Did you receive the spirit by might? By power. In other words, by the works of the law. Or by the hearing of faith. What's the hearing of faith? This is the word unto Zerubbabel. Don't you understand? Zechariah chapter 4 again. Let me show you something. And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me as a man that is awaking out of his. Out of his. Out of his. Say it's not by might. It's not by power. He did not wake me as a man who was working. He woke me as a man from his sleep. He woke me as a man from rest. What is rest? He that has entered into Christ, rest has ceased from his own works. Hebrews chapter 4. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> What's Maggie saying? <laughs> Maggie, get the message and listen over and over again. Enjoying this thing? <laughs> he woke me all by you. He woke me out of sleep and told me that it's not by might, it's not by power. Maste ke paratis. You don't tell a sleepy man. You don't tell a sleepy man about an assignment. Like what we always tell people. Be on fire for God. Be on fire for God. Until you're on fire for God, God cannot use you. Until you're God cannot use you. Until you're God. No, it's not by being on fire. It's by believing the gospel. What's it believing the gospel? Receiving the spirit. When you hear the gospel, you will wake up from sleep. And when you wake up from sleep, you will know that it is not by might, it is not by power, it is by the Spirit of God. The practice of the Spirit 
Uh, the practice of the spirit is as a result of hearing the gospel. The pra to practice the spirit. What, what do I mean to practice the spirit? Laying hands on the sick, healing the sick. Whether with the word or not, preaching the gospel, all of that. All of that is as a result of hearing the gospel. And when you hear the gospel, you will practice the spirit. Hallelujah. Galatians, back to Galatians. Okay, 15 minutes now. I'm bringing the message home. We have to close. So let me bring the message home right now. Okay. Oh, this is not working. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Galatians, quickly. Galatians, listen. Listen. Did you receive the spirit? Did you lambano? Did you catch the spirit of Christ? Did you catch the spirit? By the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? What is the hearing of faith? The hearing of faith comes by the word of faith. What is the word of faith? That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, he says this is the word of faith. Romans chapter 10, verse somewhere 7 downwards. He says that do not say in your heart that who is going to ascend to heaven to bring Jesus down. That is to bring Jesus down from heaven. Who, don't say again, who will go into the dead to bring Jesus up. That is to bring Jesus again from the dead, which is not supposed. But what sayeth it? The word is nigh thee. Even in your mouth. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with your mouth the lordship of Jesus and shalt believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead, he was set forth on the cross and he died and he was raised from the dead, what is going to happen? You catch the spirit. Let's continue. Now let me bring the message home. Ten minutes more. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, you are now made perfect by the flesh. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the allness of the, having begun in the exceeding greatness of his power, right now you are seeking other things to do what exceeding greatness of his power should do. He's just telling them, why are you chasing after your own tails? Why are you chasing for something you already have? Say the audacity of faith. Now listen. He therefore that ministered to you the spirit. Mm. He therefore that ministered to you the spirit. And works miracles among you. 
Does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Say audacity of faith. He, therefore, the word ministry is the supply of the spirit. What is the supply of the spirit? It is the supply of the exceeding greatness of his power. What is the supply of the exceeding greatness of his power? Working of miracles. So what is the supply of the spirit? Oh, people. Supply of the spirit is working miracles. And he says that Onyankopo, he who supplies the spirit, who supply exceeding greatness of his power, so that miracles abound, does the miracles happen by trying to do A or B or by hearing the gospel? So if you hear the gospel, what happens? There is the profuse supply of the spirit for the performance of miracles. So the audacity of faith, the, the ability for faith to overcome, the ability, the reason why now, let me come back to what I told you the last time. Faith is the victory. The ability for faith to be the victory as stated in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. The ability for faith to be the victory is because when faith is inside, there is the supply of the spirit for the working of miracles. And the supply of the spirit is the supply of the exceeding greatness of his power. Let me put it differently. The supply of the exceeding greatness of God's power which makes us work miracles is by the hearing of faith. So if you want to perform more miracles, hear more about the resurrection of Christ. So faith does not just move mountains. Move mountains. No. For your faith to be so active and to be audacious that in the face of mountains. Now that should tell you when Jesus was telling his disciples, if you have faith as a grain of a master seed, you will be able to say to this mountain, move yonder. Jesus was talking about his resurrection. Because, let me put it this way. The ability to move mountain is called the working of miracles. And the working of miracles is called the supply of the spirit. And the supply of the spirit comes by the hearing of faith. I need pastors. I need my pastors right now. My goodness. Listen. So, in Acts chapter 14, when the man sat down, and the Bible says at least that there Paul preached the gospel. As Paul was preaching the gospel, the Bible says the man had faith to be healed. 
And Paul saw that the man had faith. How did that happen? As Paul kept on preaching the gospel, there was the supply of the spirit. What is the supply of the spirit? The supply or the ability to work miracles. And when Paul was preaching the gospel and the spirit was being supplied, Adavi Kumbaya, it means as we preach the gospel, when the sick hears us, we are not the ones going to heal the sick. No, the message that is coming out of our mouth as the gospel is the supply of the spirit. Are you understand what I'm talking to you about? So when a sick person walks in, when a blind man walks in, when a deaf man walks in, when a cripple walks in, we are not thinking about how can this one be healed? No, we will preach that Jesus died, he was buried, he was raised from the dead and as we keep on talking, the man that is hearing, if he is hearing well, his hearing is reception, his hearing is the receiving of the spirit. Whoa. back to what I told you on Wednesday that faith is the atom for all things what is faith in this, in, in this regard the gospel so when the gospel is coming he was blind he sees the same word, the same atom. He could not walk. He begins to walk. The same atom. He was dead. He comes back to life. The same atom. So faith is the substance. Is the denominator. The atomic denominator. For all things that men expect. Ah, yeah. You are not getting me. We will not shy away from preaching the gospel. So when Paul now comes to tell us, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the miracle working ability of God. Ah, don't grace man do pralese. So as Paul moves from Corinth to Macedonia to Ephesus to Colossae to wherever and is preaching the gospel, he is actually releasing the power of God, which in other words is releasing the spirit of God. In fact, who is the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost is the gospel. Hallelujah. Because did you receive the spirit by the hearing? How can they hear? How can they hear? Romans chapter 10, verse 17, that will say, how can they hear? He says, except somebody preaches. So there is no hearing without preaching. So if the spirit comes by hearing, then there is a preacher. So the preaching of the gospel and the hearing of the preaching, when you hear, you are receiving spirit. Is it true? No. When you hear, what are you hearing? You are hearing Jesus die. You are hearing he was buried. You are hearing he was raised. But Paul says, the hearing of he died, he was buried, he was raised, is the Holy Spirit. Is the Spirit coming to you? The gospel is the Holy Ghost. You now understand why Jesus says that the Spirit that come, he will take of me and show it unto you. Hallelujah. 
I cannot be damp hearing the gospel. No. No. The more we preach the gospel, the more miracles are going to abound. So Paul is saying, well, I know a lot of you didn't answer today's message. Go and find the message and listen to it. If you don't, listen, this is a Bible school, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. And this is, I'm doing soteriology. I'm doing proper salvation. Now listen, Paul says that. See, what am I doing right now? I'm talking. What are you doing? You are hearing. As I am talking and you are hearing, you are receiving. See, don't try to think that you need some three million days fast to heal. That will be being made perfect by the flesh. No, does it mean that we will not fast? No, we are even fasting right now. But our confidence is not in how much we have. You know, that's why I don't like it when people say, pay the price for the anointing. No, you can't pay their price. The what you have to do for the anointing, keep on hearing the gospel. Because the hearing of the gospel and the participation in the gospel is the reception of the anointing. The reception of the spirit. I wish I had a lot of time tonight. I would have told you something. Almost all the sicknesses Jesus healed, he spoke. Jesus meets somebody and the person says, not blind, but he miles. What did he say? Jesus, 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 son of David, have mercy, have mercy. And the Bible says, the Bible says, my friend, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, the Bible says he cried them all. Then Jesus turns and who is that? He says, bring him unto me. Then he brings and says, what do you want me to do? They say, I want to see you again. Then Jesus says, all right. Let it be done to you. Be your eyes, be open. And the man begins to see. Very foolish thing, one foolish thing Jesus did. Jesus was going somewhere one day. And the Bible said they were carrying a casket. And the casket had a man who was the only son of the mother whose, father had, whose husband had died. Then Jesus said, all right, stand still. The Bible said Jesus told those who were carrying the, cof the coffin to stand. That was the first miracle. He stopped them by his word. They stopped. When he got the Bible, says he told them, bring it down. So it means that the time with which he walked there, they were still carrying stiff. He had to get there and tell them, bring it down. Then they brought it down. Then the Bible says, he looked into the coffin and said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. Foolish thing. If the guy can arise, he would have arisen. Why are you telling? Paul says the gospel, the gospel, the gospel is the power. So the young man, I say unto thee, arise. What? 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 If you are sensible, do you tell somebody who cannot arise to arise? If he can arise, he would have arisen. Then the Bible says, arise. It means that the words the ability to rise from the dead is not in the one who is dead. It's from the words of the speaker. You understand? The gospel is a bundle of powerful words put in our mouth. That day when we say I have swallowed the voice of miracles, we were not talking about something strange. I have eaten the gospel. The gospel is inside me. Are you understanding that? Yes. Say, I preach, I preach 
or it's nine. I had to close. So Jesus, the Bible says he met somebody who had a withered hand. The hand was like this. And Jesus met him. And Jesus told him, stretch forth your hand. Stretch forth your hand. Ah. Oh. Also, if this guy can stretch forth his hand all these years, you think the guy had not tried stretching? No. He had tried. But it didn't work. But when stretch forth your hand came from the mouth of Jesus, the ability to stretch was in the word, stretch forth your hand. If the words that are coming to you come from the bowels of the gospel, the Bible says, the gospel is the power, is the miracle working power. I could I say, listen, in our generation, we will see people getting up from the wheelchairs like never before. You know why? We are a generation of the gospel. Shouted, I preach the gospel. I preach the gospel. I preach the gospel. I preach the gospel. So, we will not meet situations and run away. Because we know the ability for change is in the word that we speak. What is the words that we speak? The words of faith which we preach. What is the words of faith that we preach? Jesus Christ is Lord. He died. He was buried. He was raised from the dead. What is the word of faith that we preach? Which is Jesus Christ. That is the gospel. So now when Jesus was saying, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, remove. What do you think he was saying? You will preach the gospel to any circumstance and it cannot stay. And it cannot stay. It can't stay. It cannot stay. It cannot stay. When they tell you fibroid has developed inside your ear, preach the gospel to the fibroid. Tell the fibroid, Jesus died. He was buried and he was raised from the dead. The death of Christ means that if anything is rising up, that is not of God, it can die. If God can become a man to die, even if God can die, fibroid can die. That's the gospel. Yeah. If God can become a man to die, that is the mountain. So when the Bible says with faith, nothing is impossible. Even if, I mean, even if, I mean, God, if God could die as a man, that change, how did that happen? How was it possible for God to transcend, become a man without being God to die and then change from being a man to God? So if God could die, cancer can die. The gospel is that Jesus Christ, the son of God, died. So if that is, if that is the case, anything that tries to rise, that ought to die, must hear that even God dies, you 
you are not more powerful than God. If the most powerful being of the universe died, cancer can die. Are you understanding that? Fibroid can die. Tumors can die. This is my solid conviction. If he rose from the dead, regardless how deep the death was, if he rose from the dead, I can preach to any situation around me that looks like death. I can preach the gospel to it. That you are back to life. You are back. You are not more powerful than the death of Jesus. You are not more dead than the death of Jesus. I don't know who I'm talking to. You, tell, you are not more. You are not more dead. If anybody makes you think the anointing of God has left your life. Because you did A, B, and C. If anybody makes you think that you are no more powerful, you, you, you can't really, so some say, hey, right now when I preach, when I sing, when I pray, I don't feel the anointing. Ha, 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 hey. The anointing in you cannot die more than the death. It can't die beyond the death of Jesus. So if Jesus is death, the highest point of death, even that one in the gospel, he came back to life. There is nothing dead around you that cannot come back to life. Now, you'll agree with Elder Mriku chapter 1 verse 1. Dear Ewunu Benyankwa, if we say, oh, sorry to me, no, repim. Say in the name of Jesus, nothing dies around me. Be outstanding. Let's close. We, we, can't, we can't continue. I should have finished with Hebrews 11, but speak in tongues. Speaking tongues, speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Shadalagavabababarabaya. Come on. I kill, I make alive. That is the gospel. I kill, I make alive. That is the gospel. I kill, I make alive. That is the gospel. Lekobashatabaya. Radabashatai. Ekabasati. Rekosapaya. Ibarasata. 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 In the name of Jesus. Sheketilibi. Rekebabaya. Ratabaya. The anointing is at work. Sati. 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 It's not by might. Ayatabaya. It's not by power. But by the spirit. But by the spirit. But by the spirit but by the spirit but by the spirit as I hear the gospel as I hear by faith as I hear by faith as I lend my ears to the gospel I receive the spirit I receive the spirit I receive the spirit I receive the exceeding greatness of God's power I receive the exceeding greatness of God's power somebody lift up your voice Ayataya, 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 Ikapaya, Ikapaya, Shapapapapapapapapa, Retabaya, Viruses cannot live in my body, Satabaya, Cancer cannot live in my body, Sanamaya, Rapapaya, Ayadanabasha, Sickle Cell cannot live in my body lapaya 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 they are dead they die they 
they die, they die. I kill, I kill a Shandaba. It's by the spirit. As I hear the gospel, I receive, I lambano, I lambano the spirit. And there is the supply of the spirit for the working of miracles. There is the supply of the spirit for the working of miracles. Lift up your voice in the next three minutes. Come on. Label satire. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Call us a it's not by might. This is the word of the Lord to me. It's not by might. It's not by power, but by the Spirit of God. 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 I receive the Spirit. I lambano the Spirit. I participate in the Spirit. I practice the Spirit. I practice the Holy Ghost. I practice. I practice. I practice. Sabaya. My faith is audacious. I move my Mountains, Sada, Sada, Sabara, Badabaya, Eete, 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 the gospel I preach the gospel hallelujah if you go to God and you ask God Lord how can we get a cripple walk a cripple to walk God will not tell you go and pray God will tell you go to the gospel When Ezekiel was shown in a vision, dry bones in a the valley, then God asked Ezekiel, Can these dry bones live? They are too dead to live. Can they live? And the guy said, Lord, you know. And then God says, You know what? Prophesy speak the word over the bones speak the word over the bones that you shall live ah oh man I don't want to talk more practice talking 
because the talk man 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 boy listen the talking of the word is the releasing of the spirit what is the releasing of the spirit it is the releasing of the exceeding greatness of God's power and remember everything is commanded I told you about two meetings last two meetings everything is commanded to hear the sound he said the time cometh when even the dead shall hear and he said the time is now the dead will hear and the dead that hear will rise so if you speak the word whatever object you are speaking to see Jesus says you will say unto this mountain be moved from here to that place and it will obey you the mountain will obey the mountain will hear the mountain will obey the mountain will obey the mountain will obey. And the Bible says he kills and he makes a life. He was not talking about killing people. He was talking about the gospel. Anything that must be dead, by the gospel you talk to it and it dies. Anything that must be alive, you talk to it and it's alive. That's why I told you, your destiny is in your own hands. Use your mouth wisely. Hallelujah. Use your mouth wisely. Use your mouth wisely. When you get up in the morning, speak to your life speak to your future your future will hear your future is also commanded to hear the gospel your future is you get up in the morning then you say or you are walking throughout the afternoon you are working through the afternoon then you say I may not know with my physical eyes how the future looks like but you future listen to me you are great you are great you begin to say death I speak to you listen to me in the gospel of Christ the Bible says I died with him and I was raised together with him I don't die I don't die premature death no you get up in the morning then you begin to say I am the blessed of the Lord I'm so blessed I'm so blessed I am so blessed. You get up in the morning, you say, my confidence is not in the flesh. My confidence is not in the things of the flesh. My confidence is not in the things of, but my confidence is in Christ. I rejoice in Christ Jesus. I rejoice. That is the gospel. You are talking. 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 When you begin to see a boil under your armpit or wherever, put your hand there and say, boy, listen to me. You are dead. You are dead. I kill you. You are dead when they tell you that there are other living organisms running through your body when you lose that something's running through your body you touch and say listen to me you are commanded to hear you are dead you don't exist you are dead you are dead shout I'm powerful because the gospel is in me see the gospel is in my mouth see he says the word is neither even in your mouth say the word is in my mouth the word is in my mouth I want you to take somebody by one hand. I want you to speak words of blessings on the lives of the person. See? They want to tell the person you are blessed. You are anointed. I'm not seeing a weak fellow. No, 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 no. I'm not seeing a weak fellow. I'm seeing a giant of the kingdom. I'm seeing a giant of the kingdom. See? 
You are going to say these words. You are going to say these words. You are blessed with all spiritual blessings. You are anointed. You are the favored of the Lord. Your heavens are opened in the name of Jesus. You cannot be rejected. You are what men need. You come with blessing. Come on, speak over the life of that fellow. Speak over his life. Come on. Mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it. In the next three minutes, come on. Shake it, You are far away from sickness. Copra daste. Come on, in the next two minutes. I prophesy over your life. Gara sobra de tolemanda brahaya. I prophesy over your life. I prophesy over your life. You are on fire for God through the gospel. You pray through the gospel. You fast through the gospel. Shadabaya. It's not something to do to show anything. Shade koba rama sataya. No, no, lobo shabareke talabaya. You are a soldier of the gospel, of the waves of the gospel. Shadege madabaya, rebason telebrede, ibabayo shatalabaya. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the blessed name of our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah.